The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and content that some listeners may find offensive. Okay, we're officially recording. To cloud? To, uh, yeah. Cool. Hopefully this doesn't deteriorate the sound quality in any way. Hopefully not. And hopefully that's what we want it to do. Yeah. Because if it doesn't, it was a big fucking bust. A warm bust. Buster rhymes. Buster nut. Buster move. Damn it. I'm out. Buster from Arthur. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the best thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, fucking lame ass. <laughs> <laughs> said, hey. <laughs> Were you expecting me to follow that on? I expect nothing from you now. <laughs> Welcome to Seesaw Podcast with T and Cleves. Each week, open up a blurry perspective on life. And we're back with Masturbates Part 2 of Kane versus thing. Because it's the Tour de France has been on. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, and baguettes are delicious. They are also baguette. I mean, they are also baguette. They are also <laughs> delicious. Baguettes <laughs> are also baguette. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Guilty pleasure, baguette, butter, pate, and just sort of sit and there. And arsehole. Yeah, well, I was leading on to that. Where do you think I get the pate from? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry I went there, and I'm sorry you finished it off. Yeah. But that's a nice little lunch, that is. Baguette, pate, decent. Yeah, butter and pate. Well, you need butter to make it creamy, don't you? I mean, you don't have to necessarily. Just have the pate. If it's good pate, then yeah. Do you prefer coarse or smooth? <laughs> These are the big topics. Raised on pate. This is not the masturbate topic of this week. <laughs> coarse or smooth pate. I prefer smooth pate. Okay. I don't really want the beak and like the toes in there. Just to properly ground down. Oh yeah, I, I want it smooth. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bit funny with texture. So, like, Ginster's sausage rolls, you always get one fucking Ginster's. snort, like, snouter in there, don't you? Yeah, every now and again. You have to spit out. Like, Must enjoy, isn't it? That's like finding your 5p in your Christmas pudding. Firstly, who's put 5p's in Christmas pudding because that's far too small a coin? You will just swallow it or break your teeth. I'm pretty sure that's what they used to do back in the day. Yeah, with a bigger thing, like, it's like well, six pence or something then. or oh, 50p. Yeah. You know, a big coin, 5p, fucking tiny, mate. By the by. All right, anyway, sorry, go on. We have had some feedback. Ah, oh, yes. We've actually had... Well, I did the Churchill dog then. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit ashamed of myself. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> just got bob your head a little bit as well. Other the Churchill bobbleheads used to have in cars. Mm, yeah. There's too many of them. Yeah, there were too many of those. Quite frankly. I don't really like car ornaments inside. I think they're tacky. There, I said it. They are tacky, and they're also dangerous because it takes your eyes off the road. Who's watching the ornament? 
I'm sure an accident has happened at some point, at some time, due to one of these ornaments. Did you did you ever survive in the in the sort of early noughties, There was a load of those like nodded dogs. You used to find one on like every single car. They were basically the equivalent of the big mouth billy bass, as found in most people's front doors and porches. They were terrible throughout the middle class. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thought they were so edgy by having one. It's like, they fucking suck. I totally had one. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sucks. All right, anyway, sorry, go on. Feedback okay. on what we didn't have. Okay, so we've had two bits of feedback. Let's start off with the negative one. So the negative one, we will address this now. It's from someone named Nicholas, who requested to know where the transcriptions for all our episodes are. Well, I believe it's in your butt, sir. Indeed. We do not do transcriptions for the episode. The because? Because we're just two blind men trying to make our way through the world. Got it. We're lazy. Also, I never actually thought about it. I also didn't. Um, but at the same time, we're not like other podcasts who can script like 13 volunteers to do all of the hard and tedious jobs for us, and we work for a living. So. <laughs> oh, always just chucking that in there, aren't you? With a little F for you to people. There's no, no need for that. No, no need for that. Too. I mean, come on. It, it's absolutely appalling. We do a lot of work on the show, and we, okay, put my hands up and say it's not something I realised that we should be doing. We do put the episodes on YouTube, which have closed captionings. So that's our way around it but we are going to be looking into transcription going forwards now if you're listening and you're thinking oh but i want transcription for all the previous episodes bear in mind there's got to be nearly 100 episodes worth of back content so if someone would like to do that feel free we're not going to say no we're not going to pay you either i tell you what after my trip to camping I had about 100 episodes worth of back content, if you get my drift. Classy. Couldn't wait to get home. Classy. Go on. Okay. <laughs> we also had a piece of feedback from Russell. Oh, yeah, just for the negative guy. We hear you, brah. We're getting there. We'll, we'll sort something. We will look into it. The other uh, bit of feedback was from Russell. Who said... I feel like you're picking these names out of your ass. Are you doing it to protect their anonymity? No. Okay. I should have been, actually. Could have called them Nickoff and Brussel. <laughs> Bilton. From Bilton. <laughs> Both. Bilton, the man himself. Both from Bilton. Bilton oh, Phil, Phil Donga 69. I've not heard <laughs> from him in a while. I might get him up. <laughs> yeah. Please don't. Um, and it was nice positive feedback, basically saying that they had learned a lot from our Get a Job episode. So all Fuck you... off, this sounds like lies. No, I will show you the feedback afterwards. Have you written it? No. What's your middle name? What's my middle name? It's not Russell. <laughs> it might be. T. Russell. T. Yeah, Trussell. Trussell. My last name's Son. Trusselson. It's not even a name. Russellson. Worse than Bilton. Sorry, go on anyway. So thank you, Russell, for your feedback about our Get a Job episode. What what did they like specifically about it? 
Ah, uh, there's just some points and some ideas that they hadn't thought of before, and they're going to implement going forwards. That's good. You know what? I'm glad we did that. Yeah. So to all you naysayers out there, open your fucking ears Whoa. and take on the advice. If it's advice you've heard before, then live by it. Wow. Let's move on before I piss off anyone else. It's it's hot, man. Come on. Fucking Trussell God over there. <laughs> the employment deity. <laughs> Trussell, the employment <laughs> deity. I got an episode title already. <laughs> <laughs> We've done worse episode titles out there. <laughs> we have done worse episode titles. That can be the thing of this week on our website, CecilPodcast.com. Go there and leave a comment on what your favourite title of an episode is because we have some corkers out there. A personal favourite of mine is Sexy Postman Steve. I personally like Crusty Moist Pies dripping with gravy. Isn't it seeping? <laughs> seeping, that's it. For a man that's his favourite, doesn't even remember it. God. It's just like my favourite show that we do. Oh, yeah, I love this show. Can't remember the intro. Whatever. Speaking of shitty intros, shall we drop an intro? Oh, mate, this is my favourite intro, actually. Okay. What a... Okay. That's the start of it, anyway. Nice. It's a masturbates, motherfucker. What's today's masturbates? Well, it is part two. Duh. I sent it in English for you because Thanks. you didn't like the French. Sorry. Of our debate on Kane versus Guide Dog. And this time around, it's my argument for why Guide Dogs are the superior species. Sweet. Let's roll that sick intro again. Da 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 da. Nope. Warning may contain bad language and offensive content. Welcome to Seesaw Mass Debates. Hard topics coming in your ears right now. Point uh. of uh. streamlining of mobility, right? With a dog. When they are, like I said, working adequately, yes, they have their bad days. I'm not going to say they don't. But when they're working relatively well, they, and that's a lot of the time, to be honest, that is a lot of the time, they can make mobility seamless and streamlined. In what sense? When they know a route like your commute, variables can pop up and they are trained to deal with those variables you might know that route as a cane user but you're not in control over who's put the bins out what shops have put things out the front who what dickhead has parked on the curb no the cane will pick that up yes but then what if there's roadworks and you have one of those little pedestrian things that goes down the side of the road that's a very hard thing to know that that's there and also navigate and again i'm not talking about you i'm talking about a cane user okay a guide dog is trained to identify those areas and only use those areas in those circumstances. If they can't, they will find an alternate route. If that means going back and changing the route, they will do that. Okay. Firstly, let me just do this. Secondly, <laughs> let me use an example of this. We were once walking to the arena. Your guide dog found the roadworks and by going around them, 
walks down the road. Yes. At least my cane is going to pick up the edge of the road. What Whereas I your will... guide dog went, nah, incoming traffic. That seems like the way to go. What I will say is he's young and stupid at the moment. And that's stuff that we're working on. Canes don't age. That that's what well, no, that's not true. They, they, do, <laughs> they do age. They do age a little bit, yeah. They do age. So streamlining is a thing. And they can also make it mindless as well. Like on your commute. If the dog's working well, then it can make the entire thing mindless to the point where I have the confidence to not have to worry about those variations that are coming up, especially on the route that I know. And yes, the example you used, yes, that's something that we are going to be working on with him, but that's an area that I am not familiar with. He was also distracted by a lot of people being there as well. Can you get distracted by people? True. But also we're working on him not being distracted by people. So this is stuff that we can develop into it. Like he doesn't have to be perfect. Just like Kane skills are not perfect from the off. No, everything takes two de- weeks. Everything takes development. So, mindlessness of mobility, I think, is a good one. Companionship. Not everyone's a heartless bastard. Some people like the companionship and like the routine. Yes, this goes into the whole, yeah, you'd have to feed the cane, you'd have to take cane to a toilet and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I've got yeah, that yeah. one. Canes don't shit. No. I've seen you walk around the garden trying to get Ted shit for like 10 minutes. Firstly, got time for that? Firstly, it's never been 10 minutes. Oh, it's been 10 minutes. Not trying to find a shit. Trying to make him shit, yes, but not find <laughs> the shit. Yeah, not fine. Fine is just a little added bonus. Yeah. What about uh, a cane tip can get shit on it and you not realise and then no, it can touch you? Yeah, but you just wipe it off, ain't you? Done. Yeah, you do that with dog poo. Also, if you're out and about with a dog, as Selena pointed out, you don't have to pick it up and a lot of owners will not. Mm, but if you've got a cane, it won't shit in the first place. So it doesn't matter. Legally, you don't have to do anything about a guy dog shitting. So you can play that card if you really want. Yeah, and then your back garden will be full of guide dog shit. Yeah. Who wants that? No one. <laughs> but that's that's not the point. The point is my cane doesn't shit twice a day. My my point is companionship. <laughs> right, not oh yeah, sorry. shitting in the garden. <laughs> sorry. We got, got waylaid. Not companionship. <laughs> so companionship. Always having that that animal with you is so good for your confidence, for reducing anxiety, knowing that. And this will play into something that I have coming up as well. But knowing that you have an animal there who will back you up in any situation, like if your mobility, if you're in an area that you don't particularly know, you know that you are going to be safe with them. Again, Do you know that? Again, like <laughs> if this is going to be your point every single time, then it's a moot point. Because well, ultimately, it's, quite a good point. <laughs> it's a developmental, like the relationship with a guide dog is developmental. And as you know with Wes, in his later parts of his life, after around four years old, he was really good. Yes, we did have trouble with him now and again with a few habits he had. But as far as his mobility was concerned, and you've been around me working with him, he's pretty on point. There wasn't really anything that phased him at all, and he worked really well. Ted is only two. He's still learning. He's still excitable. He's still just getting into the world. And I think the guide dog's way of doing things has been affected by COVID. I don't think he's as good as what he could have been because of coronavirus. 
Oh, that's what you're putting down to now. Well, when the world is shut down, it's very hard to acclimatise them to normality. Mm, it must be pretty tricky to be. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. On your own with a dog during Corona. Yeah, but it's not about that, is it? It's about getting out into restaurants and bars and public transport and all that sort of thing, which... It's difficult to do when you have organisational things you have to adhere to. So, yeah, I'm not here to talk about coronavirus and, and guide dogs. So the companionship side of things, I think, is really important. Okay. Let's move on if you don't want to talk about this. The companionship thing's great. But when he's retired and you see the decline in a dog, what's it like then? So that's something that I would not do again, but it's something I'd learned from last time and I'm glad I learned that lesson I wouldn't change what happened but at the same time I've learned from it and I know going forwards that that's something I'm not going to go through but that comes down to the individual some people won't go through that they'll not do it in the first place other people will just constantly do that and it's something because they're more comfortable with doing that don't have that attachment with a cane then do you breaks bin it new one True, but I wouldn't say loving something unconditionally is a downfall. Oh, uh, okay. Touche. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do with that cane. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> I'm never borrowing a cane from you ever again. <laughs> I wouldn't. At least you're going to wipe it down thoroughly. It's not the handle you have to worry about. Okay. So here's another point. The public don't give a flying fuck about a long cane. If you're going through a city centre, you have to slow your pace right down. People are dicks. You accidentally hit them. They're dicks. Dog will take you through all of that shit. Firstly, because they're big, they're more noticeable. Secondly, you're not relying on other people to be adapting to you as a long cane user. The dog is adaptive to the circumstance. So it's flipped. The dog works you through that. If it means moving to the left a little bit, moving to the right a little bit, slowing down, stopping because some prick on the bike is coming through, that dog will do that because that's their job. Whereas a long cane, you just have to sort of slow down and hope people move and maintain the course that you're used to doing. If you have the site, maybe you can do a little bit of adaptation on the way. But if you don't have that site, like Christmas market, if you're totally blind, good fucking luck with a long cane getting through that. You miss the thing is though, you're missing the hilarity point of it. Because <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, it's not whimsical enough. Yeah, if you're walking through a, uh, if you're walking through a crowded area, like it's actually happened to me twice very recently. I was walking through Victoria Centre, and I was again. You're right. You are right in the sense that a, a guide dog will adapt to the situation, whereas a cane, you kind of just have to walk a little bit slower and pull the cane in a little bit. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have no choice but to walk in a busy area. Sometimes you leg people up. I legged up a Caribbean woman that was carrying a trolley. <laughs> Here's the thing. She apologised to me. 
that is often the case. And the second time, I was okay. These these both happened in the, in the space of the last two weeks. Uh, I was walking through the middle of Nottingham. Uh, I just crossed the road by the Royal Theatre, and I legged up a girl, and she she went down hard actually. <laughs> oh, she was looking at her phone. She grabbed her phone. She looked at me and went, "Shit, sorry, I wasn't even looking. I'm so sorry." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, well, yeah." Two people have a little lesson. She's gonna have a. There's the thing, right? I've got a fun story to talk about on this podcast, and she'll have quite a fun one to talk about when she gets home. Okay, what about the people who aren't fine with it? I've legged up someone before, and they've had a go at me. Why would they have a go at you? I don't know. Didn't ask them. Yeah, well, those people are cunts. But with a dog, that's never a situation. The dog is adaptable. Yeah, but you're missing the whimsical points. I don't want whimsy yeah, when do. it comes to my yeah, travel. Yeah, you do. It's I a don't fun, want it's a fun no, 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 no. stories to tell, innit? Everyone likes to have a story to tell. I get enough stories to tell with a guide dog about the whimsy of that. <laughs> <laughs> it would be an honest. So, yes, like the adaptability, I think, is really important for them. Got it. Not as whimsical. So, also on that, weather conditions and time of day mean less when you have a dog. Okay. So, if you're a cane user and like you don't do well in dark situations, like going into a bar or something like that, mm-hmm. then that can be a really tricky thing to do as a long cane user. Whereas a dog has good sight. I have something with me and like other dog users have a dog with them that has the ability to see where they do not. A cane doesn't have that. How, do you, how do you know where you're going though in the bar? It's not necessarily know where you're going. It's also it's more not going where you shouldn't, like into chairs, into tables, into other people. And once a dog knows where the bar is, if you go into a bar, you can say find the bar and it will know what that looks like. So there are ways you can work around that. And if it's somewhere that you're still familiar with to a degree, you'll know roughly where you want to be going and can give those commands. The thing, if you have a cane and you know roughly where you're meant to be because you've been there before. What if it's busy and you have lost all of your sight because you've come from a light area into a dark area and your sight's entirely gone? Let's say as well, it's busy. A dog will deal with that. You can't. You, again, have to rely on other people to move out your way. You, yeah. have, you don't yeah. know what's... With a dog, you've still got to rely on people to move out your way. Yeah, but they're more likely to find those gaps which you will not know even exist as a cane user. That's fair. Because you're not even going to know that that's even an option. Whereas the dog will know that's an option. And yeah, you knock people out of the way here and there, but then again, they will apologize to you with the dog. So that's yeah, absolutely fine. Your confidence is coming from the dog in that point, whereas my confidence is coming from being me. Yeah, Sorry, but- bro, can you just show me where the bar is? Yeah, but that's drunk confidence. And that's not everything that not no, everyone, that's me confidence. <laughs> yeah. And again, that comes down to you. That's that's not everyone, man. That's not everyone. So that that's always something I, I think the, the confidence you get with the dog, I think is a bit more relaxed confidence. And I think it's a bit more universal to dog users as opposed to relying on you as a person. Okay. Bit of a shit one. Can be a conversation starter if you're into that sort of thing. You're exactly right. I was expecting you to bring this point up. So if you are someone who likes to liaise with others, make conversations, make some new friends, let's say you're looking to meet members of like love interest 
I was going to say opposite sex, but then I realised that not everyone's into that. Yeah, let's be fair. Blind people are unattractive. The point... (laughs) (laughs) Didn't deny it though, did you? The point is, it's a good conversation start. For better or worse, it can come in opportune times, but it can also be that conversation starter that you wouldn't normally have. We have been in situations where me and you have gone to the pub and then women have come and spoken to us because they see the dog. And then they've started chatting to you after I've made it very clear that I am married and not interested. But you've chatted with some ladies because of that on a couple of occasions because it's a good talking point. It's good to draw them in. Let me ask you this, though. How many times have you said to me, fuck me everyone always wants to talk about the fucking dog i can't fucking get around without someone stopping me and talking about the dog but that also comes down to me there are times like i said this is when it comes down to you as an individual if you want those conversations you can have those conversations there's days where i just don't want to but that's just me as a person but you're still getting stopped because of the dog not always to being a cane and people just going ugh Sometimes you put on your big headphones, put your sunglasses on, and you just fucking ignore everyone. <laughs> I feel like you've gone full blind man there. Oh, I, I, I do it <laughs> quite the, a lot. Uh, with the glasses and everything, you've gone like stereotypical all in on that. Yeah, on my commute in the morning, like if I'm not feeling it or I'm, I'm hungover, I will 100% do that because I don't want the conversation. Like, I just don't want people to talk to me. I would also say that there's less stigma of disability around the dog than there is a cane. I would say mm. that a cane shows vulnerability, whereas a dog shows independence. And that's, that's only the case. I think that's because guide dogs do a lot of work to show how life-changing dogs are, a lot of pro- positive marketing and promotion about how much of a life-changer they are, whereas yeah. a cane is a bit more, my senses don't fucking work how they should do. Annoyingly, no, I think you are you you swaying me there. I think you are actually quite right in that. No sense. one's doing any positive cane fucking advertising, are they? I'm gonna, I'm gonna whap, whap, <laughs> whip out, whap out my big cane on TV. Like, look, some canes are bigger than others. It's not about the cane size, but I use it, <laughs> and I've got great technique. All right, so just and a good tip. So. <laughs> Just push broom. I'm not a fucking. <laughs> Thanks, Amiotech. Fuck. No. No. <laughs> True story. I once had a pencil tip because I basically um, I use my. You do two touch, don't you? Yes, a lot of the time, yeah. Because I just hate the noise of it rolling about. It irritates me. So you'd rather tap, 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 tap. Yes, yeah, so I tried the, the Twizzler tip, if you will. It's not yeah. Twizzler, but it's a. That's a pencil tip, yeah. And. Um, just stuck on everything. It's fucking irritating. That was one of my points as well. Dogs, they do have their bad times, but at least they don't jet you in the stomach. No, they just they just fucking walk you into shit. You can also walk into things with poor cane technique, which people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me. But that's not the cane's fault. Whereas you're relying on the dog not to walk you into things, whereas I'm relying on me not to see things. True, but the dog actually, actually, on that point, I'm kind of with you. The dog's got more of a chance to walk around shit than a cane. High objects, I think. Oh is, yeah, is the, is the key there? A dog will get high objects every single time. Fuck off. Well, no, absolutely <laughs> fuck off. Most of the time, I, I've seen Wes fucking walk you into fucking 
head height trees so you can fuck yeah. right off okay that, dogs but... are more likely to get those, yeah, yeah whereas yeah. a cane is never going to get yes. them very true so that's something wear a hat like the hat nerd that's partly why we're hats protective <laughs> especially with no hair man it's really going to scrape the scalp I, i've busted myself a few times <laughs> using a long cane in my head, like split my head a few times. Oh, excuse your cane technique's terrible. It's not gonna, it's not gonna, ultimately, it's not gonna save you from those. It's not gonna, yeah. it's not gonna save you from the Tuxford's Butcher's overhang. But... <laughs> no, just raise it a couple of inches, guys. Come on, shout out Tuxford's Butcher's in Neverfield, shout out from Trussell and Cleves. <laughs> I actually really like that, Butcher's. I've never been, they do good ribs. Good. I'm sure there are many other arguments that I could make and you could make, but I have a feeling that this what is... What I'm saying, what I'm hearing is, oh, I'm sure I've run out of arguments I can make. <laughs> no, no, I, I just don't feel like any of the arguments I could make now would be grounded in any thought because I haven't put them down. So I haven't thought about them. <laughs> but <laughs> it doesn't... What a full circle in about the space of 10 seconds. Nice. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that we can't come back to this. And it doesn't mean that we don't want people's feedback. Poll, baby! But not um, on Spotify because we can't do it anymore. No. On the website, there will be cane versus dog. And don't just choose what you have. Choose what you think is the better argument. Firstly, I think dog. Dogs are better. More streamlined. Mm. They're awesome. Nah, man. Just be cool. If you've got that big dick energy like Cleves, she's a stick, mate. Yeah, well... Everyone has a preference. Like I said we weren't here to convince each other to change. I was never. I a... was just for the record. I was. Use a cane. No. If you're eligible for a dog and you think it would help you, get a dog. I'm also with him on that. That's fair. I think dogs are are very. I think they can be a huge benefit, a huge jump up in mobility for certain people. Not for everyone. I know some people who would not benefit from a dog like you. You'd be eligible for one, but I don't think you'd benefit at all. I think I'd be annoyed by it. But that's you as a person, and that's why I don't think you'd benefit. I'm just very impatient. It's why I'm here now and not at work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and on that tardy note... Whoa, can you say that? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, <so> <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> Let us know at seesawpodcast.com. Go to the, the poll for this episode and let us know. Also, what? if you use a wheelchair, sorry, but we have no experience, so jog on. Wow. Oh, that's how you're going to end it? <laughs> no. End it by fucking opening some windows. Right. Well, until next time. See ya. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Seesaw Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Seesaw Pod, Facebook, Reddit, Instagram, and YouTube at Seesaw Podcast. You can also email us at seesawpodcast at gmail.com. Like, rate, review, subscribe, and then you can also find us on TikTok, but get us on all the other places. This podcast was recorded in front of a blind audience.